Hey, sluts. This is Aria Everclear, amateur astrology enthusiast and verified slut. Joining me today, I have the most Venetian bitch you'll ever meet, Aces Arrows. Say hello. Hello, sluts. <laughs> and I am hopped up on Espresso right now because all weekend I was the blob from the weed commercials from back in the day. <laughs> So we're getting this going. Um, So anyway, I'm going to title this episode Venus Vag, opposed to Venus Penis, in honor of my beautiful lesbian co-host who likes the pussy. And it also makes sense, I think, because you're starting it off with cancer, which is like, I think, very feminine and maternal. And so, yeah, uh, Venus Vag, I think, makes makes a lot of sense uh, starting it off with a cancer Venus. (laughs) And myself, I am yeah. uh, apparently maternal and feminine. <laughs> I'm the mother to a bunch of uh, sex stories, so I'll tell you that. <laughs> mother of dragons, mother of hoes. I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. Anyway, let's get going. Okay, so we're going to start talking about myself, which should be fun, because I have a feeling Aces is going to drag me. That's fine. I'm okay with it. Let's get... (laughs) Drag her. Okay, so Cancer Venus in the 12th house, Mercury conjunct Venus. I don't have any terribly tragic aspects, but the 12th house has entered the chat. (laughs) Cancer Venus, Captain Save-A-Hoe. Easiest way to explain it, I don't, let, I don't let myself love anymore because I love unconditionally, and you really can't out here with this dating pool. <laughs> Venus in the 12th house, I love broken and fucked up people. <laughs> like, I'm just blindly attracted to them. I don't fucking know why. Also, I love hiding my significant others from my loved ones. I don't know why I do that. I always have done that. I'm not even ashamed of them. It's just like my primal brain is like, they are mine. <laughs> you don't get to have an opinion. <laughs> um mercury conjunct venus my style of writing is very flowery um i love to write but i hate getting to the point for me it's always like the journey of getting to the point when i write but i love to write so i don't know that's it's all i have to say about that what do you think aces <laughs> I, honestly i feel like yeah like you said it is not terribly tragic or anything like that uh, like i love broken and fucked up people I feel like that's a very, uh, that is a very cancer Venus way to like put it. It's like, you <laughs> yeah. want to, basically you want to, you want to heal people and you want to be sort of like their mommy. I mean, that's cancer Venus for you. It's just, you you want to sort of kiss their boo-boo and make it better. Like so I do. I feel like that makes a lot of sense. And you saying that, <laughs> I, th- I mean, I think it's a little bit sad. Like you don't let yourself love anymore because you love unconditionally. It's really unfortunate that, um, that, you know, that that's your experience and like, um, the consequences of it, because I feel like a cancer Venus is a great placement to have. And I feel like getting to be loved by one unconditionally like that by a cancer Venus, I think would be really, um, emotional and powerful and like secure and like you safe and cozy in it. That's what, like, when I think of um cancer venus especially i think that would be really um just a a really sweet partner to have and so 
I don't know too much about cancers being total whores, I should put it. But, Sun sign, um, for sure. Yes, we are, we're, we are sluts. Well, your Venus, yeah, your Venus being conjunct your, uh, your, your sun, I think that might have something to do with it, too. Um, for sure. Like, how you approach, uh, like, like, who you are, like, um, who you deeply are, I think you are probably, like, a very deeply loving person um, for that, and so... Yeah, it's, it's too bad that uh, you've had to just kind of shut that part out. But maybe in the future, um, you might find somebody who uh, lets you trust again. Yeah, I just need to go gayer. I think that's where we need to go because these yeah. men, like, don't deserve it out here. <laughs> Personally, I just, like, yeah, I don't trust. Okay, sorry for her listeners. You don't have to put this in here. But, like, yeah, I just, I don't really trust men in general. Again, like I, I was telling you earlier, it's like, there's a small percentage of men out there that I would feel like safe and comfortable actually like feeling that I could desire them or that they're desirable to me because of that. So maybe you just got to go gayer because I feel like, um, yeah, you want to have the same maybe trust issues that sometimes men can give you. Um, whether that's, you know, the stereotypical like, Oh, is he cheating? Or if it's like, is he going to be an abuser later? Um, yeah. Those are all things or, that I feel like I've, I've never had to worry about either. It's just, it's really safe and secure knowing that, like, misogyny is never a thing that's going to, I'm never going to have to question her or, like, doubt if she actually, like, respects women because she's a woman. So I... Maybe I think I could understand that. Like, I used to be kind of like that where I was like, I'm just going to be fucking around and not really, you know, like, I don't want to be vulnerable. Um, but I think it's just a lot easier with people you trust. So it's hard to trust men. Like, they fucking lie all the time. Like, <laughs> it's always, it's like, okay, and the thing is that it's, yeah, it's like always, it's, you see something bad happen in the news. It's always a man who did it. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. So it's like, it's very rarely women. And like, you might think of a couple different stories, but it's like, those are so famous because it's a woman who did it. Whereas like the, the everyday thing, it's like men all the time. So yeah, I just, I think honestly, like if you are shutting off that like valve of love, um, because you have that, those like trust issues, like with people like taking advantage of you or using you or whatever, then I would not seek that out in a man, but I wouldn't necessarily not seek it out. You're I mean, right. I don't have your experience though, but that's my <laughs> rant too, part over. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've had some terrible experiences with love. I think I've only been like really in love once and he was like a secret heroin addict and then he cheated on me and then my, oh my and then my like unconditional loving ass just stuck around gave him rise did whatever the fuck i could oh for him gosh. like girl you <laughs> do the most were like the most like dumbest pieces of shit it's just like yeah i don't know it's crazy how low the bar is <laughs> on the floor on the floor the bar's on the floor 
and like I was so young and like how that shaped like how it like I don't let myself love anymore like since that like I'm working through that in therapy but like I think I just need to be I think I just need to go gay or like women are more interesting anyway like have you ever watched like male comedians even at open mic it's all like oh I fucking smoke weed and play video games and jerk off I'm like be interesting like women are so much more interesting in general yeah no I mean you don't you don't you know how this sex with women is so I'll just say that but I mean if your body is like you know I want to be with both and maybe maybe like you could even work out an agreement with your future partner like hey I need to pursue men sometimes physically to like let that out um but you could still like if that's you know the kind of relationship you want to have with somebody is like where you're fully in love with them maybe you could find somebody who understands that and still you guys support each other and love each other like a woman you know look i really like dick but i think that could easily be replaced by fisting you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) right i feel like anymore it's just like there's nothing you can't do with whoever you're with because there are tools available and there are also your hands and your mouth so i have 12 strap bonds you're gonna tell me that like yeah you gotta tell you (laughs) preaching to the choir (laughs) okay let's talk about a more toxic cancer venus than me if that's possible oh yeah oh this one okay this is toxic gemini that's what we call him (laughs) also to threesome with him i i'm in therapy leave me alone okay so this is cancer venus in the sixth house no strong venus aspects me and toxic gemini are in the same category again just like we were in that threesome unfortunately he might be captain save a hoe with his little brother whose lackluster dick i sucked in the bathroom and was faithfully saved by toxic gemini who banged on the door to help me move a naked, blacked-out Capriccio Katie from the floor to her bed. I was drunk, too, so I was all like, don't look at her pussy! Um, <laughs> anyway, the brother asked me for $20 the next day, and I was disgusted. <laughs> like, disgusted. Um, but that gave off the vibes of someone who was used to having a Captain save in their life, perhaps Toxic Gemini, which is the Cancer Venus. Uh, Venus in the sixth house, industrial with love. He loves people methodically. Comments. Well, that was a lot. To be honest, I'm confused, with the, I'm confused with the with the bathroom and brother situation. So what you're saying is that you were with this guy who's a toxic Gemini, Cancer Venus, and then you ended up giving a blowjob to his little brother. Yeah. So me and Capriccio Katie got really fucked up with these two brothers, right? Toxic Gemini is one of them. The other one is the ain't shit twenty dollars asking brother, who actually ha- actually has has fine taste in hats. Side note. But anyway, so we were all getting fucked up. She was, like, dancing with him. And then I went with the little brother to go suck his dick in the bathroom, which, you know, I'm a slut. It's fine, whatever. Uh, It's not that good of a dick. And I'm like, ah, this is not that good of a dick. I'm like, fine, I'll suck it because we're here. Fine, I love sucking dick, so it's fine, whatever. But but thank God, Toxic Gemini comes knocking the door. It's knocking, knocking, knocking. I'm like, what? And I'm like, oh, I guess we have to go. Mm." (laughs) I'm sure that I'm like, am I hearing that correctly? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Same page. Thoughts on that. Um, God, I don't even know. <laughs> All right, Leo Venus. This dude's name is Brian. Leo Venus in the seventh house. 
Venus square Pluto, Leo Venus, affectionate, spontaneous, attention-seeking from their partner as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the dude that used to pop in my shit every so often and say we're going to get married and have babies and then ghost town me. Um, Venus in the seventh house, your life will be more defined by partnerships than other people's. You may, may tend to idealize potential partners to the point where he thought I was going to be the one just because I'm hot and don't have children. Like, bitch, there's a lot fucking going on here that you're going to have to deal with. Like, I would not make that decision. Um, Venus square Pluto. This makes someone charismatic but difficult to please as a romantic partner. This can also make people kind of manipulative. And given the fact that this Venus is, is in Leo, probably really dramatic about it. Um, I see this aspect as someone who won't grow and change with a partner successfully. I mean, he's older, attractive, and single. So, I don't know. He did have an ancient episode last time we talked where, like, he, we like we had, like, a, we scheduled a date. And then he's like, oh, I'm short right now. I can't pay for it. And I was like, oh, I'll pay for it. And then he canceled because he was tired. And then I blocked and reported his ass. Well, I didn't report him to anybody except for the ancient police. But I did block him. Thoughts. I remember actually, yeah, you talked about that on one of your other podcasts. <laughs> so I, I remember, I remember Brian, yes. Um, let's see. I think I definitely agree with the attention seeking from their partner. Um, I, I only know, I think personally, like two Leo Venuses, um, at least like under them, either in a um, romantic capacity or just like a close friend. And um, I think. I think Leo Venus is a decent Venus to have if you are willing to be their, um, I don't know, like their, the person who gasses them up all the time, the person who compliments them, the person who caters to them. I think that they they would thrive in a situation where they were the settler and someone else was the reacher because they want to feel like they are the better one. You know what I mean? Or like they are doing a service to somebody because they're so great and they're kind of settling down a little bit. Um, and they want that sort of praise and affection. So I definitely agree with the intention seeking aspect. Um, and also like, I mean, it's more than just that. I think I I called it a pretty good placement for a reason. I think it's because Leo, Leo Venuses are like affectionate and loyal, um, still fun though. It still has that fire. And so I think it's a, it's a pretty good, yeah. uh, probably the best fire Venus to have. I agree. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think Leo Venus is, is decent and, yeah, very charismatic. Like, this guy actually does not – actually does have a pretty good chart. It's just not compatible with my chart, like, specifically. Oh, yeah. Like, I have, like, my chart – like, I think – I'm good at astrology because everyone, like, learns with their own chart. And, like, my chart is fucking wild. Like, well, yeah, his, his Venus is square your moon. So, yeah. I mean, emotionally, I feel like that would cause some conflict. Yeah, like, we don't – we we are attracted to each other because I have a lot of Leo energy and he has a lot of Leo energy. Yeah. But then, like, mm, just – just, <laughs> it, does, it just doesn't fucking work. I don't know. It's one of those. But moving on, we'll talk about our virgin friend, Will. Um, Leo Venus in the fourth house, Venus trine Saturn, yuck, Venus conjunct Mars. We are going to end this, um, this Leo Venus segment with a virgin. Uh, I want to take someone's virginity really bad. That's one of my kinks. 
it has become a kink. Yeah, at this time. Um, now this Venus is barely a Leo um, on that Leo Virgo cusp. And I think I'm trying to think of, um, one thing that reminded me of a Leo Venus and I got nothing Virgo Venus though. He, he like very much more embodies that, um, this motherfucker plans everything, not spontaneous at all, not attention seeking in relationships at all. Actually, I would put him at the opposite of attention seeking, uh, he don't, he doesn't know like what to do, like with attention. He always goes to parties and like hangs out with his hoodies and like shit chills, doesn't drink. <laughs> um, he will spoon me and also Capriccio Katie with like a big old boner and like not do anything. Venus in the fourth house, his family shit is very complicated. Have y'all heard of like helicopter parents? Well, meet your Bell Boeing V-22 Ospreys. And I know that joke only works if you know anything about helicopters, but you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> uh, Venus conjunct Mars, his Mars and Venus intensify each other because they're on top of each other. Eventually, he will find a partner to love, fuck, and seek attention from. Uh, I don't know. Like, hopefully he does. Uh, is it's getting a, it's been a little bit. Uh, Venus trines Saturn. He is self-reliant and loyal, but bro, probably not going to have an easy time finding a mate as showcased by the 26-year-old virgin status. What are your comments? Okay, well, first of all, I love him. I think he sounds very sensitive and sweet and he obviously is. is able to control himself. And so I think that's already a plus, plus, plus. I, I'm wondering, you said that he's like on the cusp of becoming a Virgo. Do you know his birth time? Yeah, I have his whole chart. Okay, so he's definitely like a Leo Venus. Like, I was going to say, like, maybe if it's, you know, a bit later, he'd be a Virgo Venus. But it's like on those where you have to check. Where... Like, it's, it's on the fucking line. Like, you have to you have to look at it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I guess I wonder if it's one of those things where it's because he doesn't have a partner, he can't really, like, convey. Like, it doesn't really come out or manifest itself because he doesn't have a partner. Um, but I think other yeah, it sounds like a decent person and um <laughs> i think oh I, I know what you mean about like the virgin thing where it's like you know you're a decent guy and i just want you to have a good time and i want you to thrive so um how come he i have you ever tried to put the moves on him uh, I think Blacked Out Me has, which we, we, we call her Bathtub Betty because she always finds a bathtub. She definitely has. Oh, but, it's, but you know what? That even makes it, that makes him that much more respectable, I feel like. So, uh, Will, good on you. He's a, he's a good dude, a uh, good friend. Uh, I think we roasted him one time because he tried to, uh, he was giving out rates of girls, like 0 to 10. And me and my okay. friend said we do Will? not. Me, me and my friends said we do not fucking want that and my best friend's a leo moon in the eighth house so like that we roasted the fuck out of him yeah i think uh in general he sounds uh very very a decent guy for not uh taking advantage of anybody or trying to force himself on anyone Again, the, the bar is in the ground. Oh, but, for sure. <laughs> but I really, yeah, that's a good, yeah, decent person. Good, good dude. All right, Scorpio Venus, the jealous betchas coming up next. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, Scorpio Venus is way more jealous than Taurus Venus, which is not what you would think. But in my opinion, that's what I see. 
Okay, so first up we have the one, the only, Capriccio Katie, who I'm going to be interviewing on Patreon in the videos in lingerie. You're welcome. But anyway, Scorpio Venus in the fourth house, Venus sextile Mars, Venus sextile Jupiter. Scorpio Venus, this bitch is much more possessive of her hoes and her actual men than she lets on. That's why she's a reduce, reuse, recycle type of bitch with the hoes. And then also just, like, will not let them fucking go. Like, she just had one hoe who was, like, literally a stalker um, who she still talks to. It's been, like, four years, and, like, no one understands why. Um, Very (laughs) Venus in the fourth house. Bitch is very family-oriented. For sure wants a family, and that's why she lets men come inside of her all the time while not on any birth control. Like, at this point, like, you want a fucking baby. Like, if she got pregnant, I would not feel bad for her. I'm like, you do this all the fucking time. <laughs> like, anytime she's like, oh, my God, I have, I'm have, i having a pregnancy scare. I'm like, well, you, like, what do you <laughs> that's how that works. <laughs> um... Venus sextile Mars, um, pussy and heart agree most of the time, so good for you. Venus sextile Jupiter, that would mean lucky in love, but the rest of her chart kind of fucks with that. So, sorry, girl. What do you have to say about that, Miss Aces? I agree wholeheartedly. I think um, you're talking about possessiveness and jealousy, and those are like the words that come to mind when I think of Scorpio Venus. I mean, Scorpio in general is a very controlling, manipulative, demanding sign. Um, I love them, though. I fucking love them. Yeah, there's like an appeal to that sort of intense person, um, even if it, I think it can really be a bit much like especially if you're not like into that um but i i think there is something to be said about like okay this person is possessive of me which yeah it's not great but they really really want me um and they you know treat me like i'm the only person in the world or you know whatever and i i do think they're more like jealous and possessive than taurus but i do not think they're more loyal than taurus as far as like who's gonna sleep around um i think that i would i would suspect that the scorpio venus would be more likely to um pursue other other people um even though they would probably demand exclusivity with somebody because they're that possessive i in my experience actually it's uh it's they demand that and they're really jealous but they themselves cannot help but be um, interested in other people and, like, want other people's sexual. Um, she cut off on the Zoom, but she basically just read that bitch to fucking filth. So our Zoom cut out, but she was reading Capriccio Katie to fucking filth and did not e- does not even know Capriccio Katie. Like, everything you were saying, I was like, oh, shit, when Katie hears this... <laughs> Scorpio Venus, it's like one of those unmistakable placements where even if you have like an air sun sign or a fire sun sign, like one of those kind of like oh, um, sort of flirtatious and but not very like committal signs, I feel mm-hmm. like Scorpio Venus, they kind of like Aries Venus. Maybe it's the Mars ruled 
planets, but it's just the Mars energy, you know, but they'll sink your claws in you. And like, as an Aries Venus, it's like, you know, you see somebody who's like in your sight and it's like tunnel vision until you get them. And for Scorpio Venus, I think that it's, you sink your claws in them and no matter what, you just don't want to let go, which is really similar, I think, to Taurus Venus as well, because it's like, you know, Lana Del Rey is a Taurus version and she, she's always singing songs like, I'm always going to love you. Even if I die in the afterlife, I'll always love you. Shit like that. And oh, yeah. just both of those signs are just so, um, just so eternal. Like they will love you forever, even if they're not like, they'll always be thinking of you and always want um, you to be theirs, even if the relationship's over. Damn, you, you're fucking just reading her to filth right now, and I cannot wait for her to fucking hear this. Sorry, you appreciate Katie. <laughs> She's gonna die. She's gonna fucking die. Like, oh. I'm gonna listen to this with her and, like, like find out which, like, part this is, like, what, what's the minute and second, and just, like, like, fast forward to that, and then just, like, start screaming. <laughs> Oh, I will. I'm gonna record her reaction because that was that is so fucking spot on. Like you're so good with Venus. Like it's. I'm so glad you're co-hosting with me. Okay. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm so glad you're bomb as fuck. Okay, so our next Scorpio Venus, another girl who's pussy I've eaten. <laughs> if you want to just mention that. Um. All right, Penny the Dime. Uh, actually co-hosted me on the interview episode I already put out with Ozzy Orgasm. We will interview her as well. Her chart is actually really fucking interesting. She's also a 12th house hoe, like like your girl. Um, but anyway, <laughs> anyway um, Scorpio Venus in the second house, no strong Venus aspects. Venus in the second house and Scorpio, which means she's very bold and entrepreneurial. I had this bitch on the podcast once and she already found like five ways for me to make more money with the podcast, <laughs> which is hilarious to me. Um, also more, also more possessive than she lets on and like little, like I see a little like streaks of jealousy that are like, for me, like it's kind of like, oh, I see it. Like I see just little hints that just kind of peek their little head up of her being jealous about little things. Um, mm-hmm. she has not had the best luck in love, but I can tell she's had, will eventually have great luck with cash money records to the nine, nine. What are <laughs> your thoughts? My thoughts are that I love that for her. Right. <laughs> and that <laughs> I think, um, well, I was actually just thinking that it's funny because like I said, the most hated signs I think are Gemini and Scorpio. And I think that's because you can't really always trust them and that they're a bit secretive in ways that I think with Scorpio, you can expect secrecy, but Gemini, they, they seem so open. They're like, they are very misunderstood yeah. and changeable. But with the Scorpio Venus, I think, um, it's, yeah, it's like they, have jealousy whenever they see something that they themselves wouldn't want to be held accountable for you know like they don't want to be limited they want to be sexually explorative yeah um they but they also expect a sort of like undying yearning because for them it's not like it's not completely gone like the reduce reuse recycle like that i think is going to be the most prominent with the Scorpio Venus and like you know, I would say the Taurus Venus as well because you can't let go. So I think um, I can definitely see that there with Penny the Dime. 
it's weird like your mirrors like the more you look at a mirror like there's so much fucking in common like my best fucking friend is like a capricorn sun and i'm a cancer sun like the vibe is just immaculate like like how you vibe with your mirror is just i don't know it's like one of my favorite things about astrology is like your mirror signs for sure yeah the opposite yeah that's why another reason why that uh, my wife doesn't like uh, scorpios <laughs> because i it's funny because i all you can put this in the podcast if you want but like um she feels a certain way about scorpios because i'm a taurus and i feel a certain way about sagittarius because she's a gemini oh no it's no it's because it's funny because it's like okay here's the truth and that it's an indisputable fact that opposites attract for you know, sure that there's kind of like this like instinctual like oh i'm intrigued um and that doesn't always mean it's going to be great actually it's like a love-hate sort of thing um so but it, it is a bit like i think threatening or intimidating oh yeah like i know for me like the vibe that i have with like a capricorn sun or a scorpio moon is like just instant like magnet like it, you're yeah it's so weird magnetic yeah and it's very i think like i said like it's to think of like your partner um meeting somebody or like knowing somebody who they do have that like like hyper primal magnetism toward like they're just drawn to them naturally I think, I think it is really intimidating. Um, so I think there's something you said about the opposite attract um, aspect of it. But I think that's what I have, all I have to say about it. All right. For our third and final Scorpio Venus, we will be talking about Anthony. Anthony is a Scorpio Venus in the 10th house. Venus conjunct Jupiter. Venus conjunct North Node. This is the one that me and Katie had a threesome with the first time, and it was lackluster, which is so wild because he blew my fucking back out the first time we fucked. Um, the Scorpio Venus actually could explain why he did not perform in the threesome. Like, he might have been, like, a tad, like, possessively, like, attached to me and unconsciously became distracted by that. And then we had, like, a rocky road afterwards because of, like, the lack of performance. And I think that was, like, embarrassing to him. Um, Venus in the 10th house. This is actually probably great for a career. And I do wish him the best because um, he did not really add to the threesome. Like, he subtracted from the threesome. (laughs) Um, He's probably a good guy to date. I was just, like, way too caught up in my hooligan shit to really date anyone at that time. I don't know. You are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What are your thoughts? Um, you said that uh, because of he like he was probably embarrassed of how he performed that that might have touched his pride a bit and made him sort of distance himself. I feel like that's definitely like so the case for signs like Scorpio because I feel like Scorpios are one of those things that have like God complexes and they want to be. Especially because, like, Scorpios are so sexually motivated, um, like, the sexual sign that being um, a little bit uh, less than in bed might be something they're touchy about. And, like, Katie was very, like, let him know she was not fucking impressed as well. (laughs) He didn't say anything, but he had to leave and go back to work, which I guess... Venus in 10th house, but, like, fuck. <laughs> Most men would have been like, okay, I'm calling the fuck in right now. Wow. Okay, so, for her. 
Yeah, good for her. For she's she's the honest Sagittarius son, bitch. Yeah, she's like, you want to try that again? <laughs> <laughs> not impressed. He has a big dick though, so but just was not fucking working out for her. I don't know, but that was a mess, and uh, I hope I never see him again. But something tells me I probably will. <laughs> All right, we're going to move into Sagittarius Venus. We're going to talk about, for the first time, my very best friend in the world. We're going to call her Marie. Uh, She is a Sag Venus in the first house. No strong Venus aspects. Um, Sag Venus, she's in love with the fuck shit. Has an idealistic approach to love. I think she might be so idealistic that she hasn't been able to have the relationship that she wants. I'm honestly not sure if she's single because of her idealism or because having standards with this trash dating pool is kind of just sets you up to be single. (laughs) Um, Because she's hot as fuck. Also a virgin. Um, Yeah, but she's not asexual. I know that because one time we were at a party and me and her both took horny pills that she got for me as a joke. And they were, were like making out everywhere. And then people were like, are they together or are they just like that? And everyone's like, they're just like that. But if you're not like kind of like gay with your best friend, are y'all like really best friends? Oh, no, exactly. <laughs> and then like she kept like asking people to choke her and stuff, which was oh. so fucking funny because we were fucking trash. It was like a New Year's party. <laughs> Like, alcohol and horny pills is how that went. And that's my dog crying, for anyone who wants to know. That's my dog crying. Um, I don't know what he wants, but I'll address it after I talk about Sagittarius Venus. I don't know. Um, (laughs) Oh, my God, little dude. Um, Okay. But anyway, she told everyone she wanted to be choked. As I said before, it was hilarious. Venus in the first house gives her kind of a Taurus vibe, which is true. Like, me and this bitch always, like, comfort eat canes together, like, once a week. And she's very prone to using sleep as a coping mechanism. Comments? Um, I think, yeah, it is interesting that she has the Venus in the first house. I mean, that's how mine is as well. And I do think that... um, having your Venus in the first house just makes you, I think it does really make you idealistic on love, like you had said. Um, I'm not sure if that pertains more to her Sagittarius Venus or her, the Venus in the first house. I don't consider Sagittarius to be a super like romantic sign or placement. No, not at all. So I feel like it definitely, it's the Venus in the first house, like carrying that work of like, here's how love is like love rules my life and that's you know that's how I am so I can see that being like her sort of approach to the world and like how she views love and maybe I am surprised that like um that she did all that at, on New Year's Eve and if she's a virgin you know what I mean like all of that um it was the horny but, pills dude it was those fucking horny pills all right next up for Sagittarius Venus we have Refugio He is a Sag Venus in the third house, Sun Sun Conjunct Venus, Moon Sextile Venus, 
Venus square AC. This is the motherfucker that Capriccio Katie had to kick out of her house. Sag Venus, chaotic in love as fuck. Venus in the third house. He's also a very creative person, does tattoos for a living. So that could be another communication style to be infatuated in a way that you would see with Venus in the third house. The only Venus aspect here that interests me is the Venus square AC. So that would mean that this person has difficulty expressing their love. Refugio clearly has great love for his baby mama, and they likely broke up because of lack of expressing that. That being said, Refugio is for sure trash because Katie had to physically remove him from the house. But that has nothing to do with his Venus. It's the rest of his chart that's kind of fucked up. Probably just his personality. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's see. My thoughts on that. Um, Like, you know how I said, like, jealous and possessive describe Scorpio? I feel like chaotic is definitely a word for Sagittarius. Oh, yeah. And and love, I feel like, um, honestly, I think Sagittarius is not a great placement for Venus. No. In general, I also think it might be the worst fire sign for Venus because at least Aries has some, like, has some passion and like direction where Sagittarius is kind of like, I don't know. They're like independent and kind of going with the flow, free floating. Um, and just like wanderers who, um, who get like, who get what they want in a situation and then not maliciously, but they just like move on, you know? Yeah. And I feel like for a Venus placement, um, it's not great. And also, like, him especially being um, squared his ascendant, um, that's got to be difficult for him. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, like, that sucks. Venus is like, already such a good tricky, like, not a great communicator. Um, and to be able to, like, or to not be able to communicate, like, your feelings like that, um, I can it's definitely see that, that that's um, not great for his love life. No, definitely not. He's he's definitely trash, but uh there's a there's a lot going on here. Um yeah, I feel both the, I feel like both these Sag Venus is a very chaotic place where like they, they cannot make up their fucking goddamn mind, for sure. At all. Yeah, they just like go with whatever they're feeling for that for that day and it's like I don't know, it's just not not very um poetic to me. It's just like random. It's not it's not like productive in a relationship. All right, so that was more fucking Venus signs. So if the first episode convinced me that hookup culture is real because of Venus aspects, this episode convinced me that I should just be 100% gay because these men are trash. (laughs) What do you got to say? I'm slowly indoctrinating you. (laughs) I'm indoctrinated. (laughs) My witness, Aria. (laughs) The cult of the pussy. We have entered this. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I'm going to get licking. <laughs> well, until fucking next time, stay fucking slutty, hoes. Oh, and there will be more Venus and there'll be more other shit because we fucking love astrology and that's, we fucking love sex. That's what it is. That's what it's always going to be. Um, Stay fucking slutty. Yeah, stay slutty. Until next time. Bye, y'all.